In this conversation, I'm speaking with Gina Mundy. Gina is an attorney that specializes in childbirth cases. And for over two decades, Gina has analyzed the mistakes that can be made during labor and delivery. Drawing on this knowledge, Gina has authored a book for parents aimed at preventing these mistakes and tragedies from happening. Gina's goal is to assist parents in preventing these mistakes and help them to have a healthy baby. Gina's going to share with us as fathers what we can do in the preparation stages for a safe childbirth. This conversation with Gina Mundy on the Dad's Making Difference podcast starts right now. You are listening to the Dad's Making a Difference podcast, the number one podcast for men driven to live a life of significance. Men who want to make a difference in the lives of their families, in their business, and in the world around them. My name is Cam Hall, founder of Fight the Dabot and leader of the Dad's Making a Difference Mastermind. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now, let's dive in. Gina, welcome to the Dad's Making a Difference podcast. It's great to have you on today. Thanks, Cam, for having me. Uh, we we had a great talk during pre-show, so I know it's going to be a good conversation today. And I have to admit, we don't often have female guests on the show. I think we've had probably four or five, and I'm being very conscious of bringing on a different perspective uh, when helping fathers become better dads, but also when it comes to parenthood and what it means to be a good parent and balance, for sure, professional life with parenthood. And now I know you, you have some interesting backgrounds in your professional life, but I really want to get into your book today and the passion you have for helping people get set up for healthy childbirth, probably something that dads don't often think about. So I wanted to shift gears a little bit today and tell the guys listening to this, this is important. If you are expecting to have more children, then this is a conversation you must listen to. So Gina, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and then we can get into your work. Oh, sure. So I have been an attorney specializing in childbirth cases for over 20 years. So a childbirth case basically involves the birth of a child when something goes wrong, whether it's a mistake or it's a complication. And the result is that you know, baby's not born healthy. And unfortunately, I've had some very sad cases where you know mom doesn't make it through childbirth. So my job as the attorney is to come in and find out, you know, what happened, what went wrong, why is mom not around to raise, you know, raise her kids, her child, um, you know, why wasn't baby born healthy? So those questions have taken me across the United States multiple times, um, meeting with the delivery teams, the doctors, the nurses, the midwives, you know, basically hashing out every aspect of labor and delivery and all the decisions that are made and, and whatnot, everything that goes into it. So um, that's probably like a quick professional uh, overview. So what I did is I took that experience, um, you know, over 20 years of, you know, analyzing these mistakes and complications. And I wrote a book to expecting parents mm. um, to help them have a healthy baby and avoid these mistakes and complications. Because I can tell you the hardest part of my job is the day when I have to sit down with the families and talk about the day their baby was born or the day they lost their wife. Mm. It's hard. So basically, I wrote this book 
to help these you know, expecting parents have a healthy baby. So instead of getting involved in the aftermath of something going wrong, I'm now trying to get involved before childbirth so we can prevent parents from ever meeting me. You don't want to meet yeah. me. So. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they do. You're a wonderful person, <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. Um, your book, A Parent's Guide to Safer Childbirth, um, went live. You launched it in 2023. It's already a bestseller. Congratulations on that. But I think that's possibly understating the importance of it. Like to see a book as a bestseller is one thing, but to see the content that the book has and how it can actually change the trajectory of someone's life and change the trajectory of childbirth in this case, I think is really important. Uh, Gina, can you speak to the guys listening to this who are like, oh, Cam, why are you having a childbirth expert on here? Why are you having this person? Because I have friends who just had a baby. I was telling you this on our get to know you call a couple of weeks back, it just had a, had a baby and they went through some complications and it was an incredibly stressful time for them. Um, can you speak to the importance of a father's role in preparing for safe childbirth? Absolutely. You guys can make a difference, the difference between a healthy baby and not. And you won't understand that statement until you read my book. But it's in there for you guys to know. Even chapter seven, I go over something called the baby advocate. Mm -hmm. So basically, mom's busy, very busy, mentally and physically trying to have the baby. It's, it's a lot of work for mom. Dads, you need to step in and watch the safety of your baby and safety of your of your wife. Because there are certain situations in hospitals, and it's not that maybe you have a bad delivery team, but... You have to remember that when you roll up to labor and delivery, you know, it could be a very busy unit. That's very common in the cases. And when it's busy, the delivery teams are running hard and they're thinned out. And when that happens, that's when things go wrong. Mm -hmm. So if you know what's in my book, if you know what's important about, you know, childbirth, if you know the, you know, common reoccurring issues that I see in my cases over and over and over since my first one in February, 2003, you're going to have a heightened sense of awareness mm -hmm. and you're going to help your wife make better decisions because ultimately it is your wife who makes the decisions during childbirth. It's actually not the doctors, mm -hmm. it's not the nurses, it's not the midwives. They are the medical advisors and you're making the decisions. So to make sure you can make good decisions, you gotta know some things about childbirth. You gotta know what's in my book because you don't know what you don't know. So it's very important. So chapter seven really kind of shows dads like, hey, this is how you can be an advocate for your mm -hmm. wife, for you know, baby. Um, you know, at the end, I give like, here's five things that you really need to know. So let's say you don't want to read my book. That's fine. But you're going to, and actually right now this is on my website. Cause we had a good, I had a great podcast and I'm like, you know what? I'll put chapter seven, baby advocate up. You know, you can go on my website right now, GinaMundy.com, And I have a chapter on baby advocate up. And at the end are like literally the five things that a baby advocate really should know, mm -hmm. um, just to help, you know, make sure everything's good. But, you know, for instance, like I said, a common issue in these baby cases is busy labor and delivery unit. So we had one really sad case um, where basically mom walks in and dad and grandma and, you know, they're all excited. First baby. It's going to be great. And they get in and there's some concerns about the baby. 
well, the unit was busy. So they were kind of reassured, but maybe they didn't give the baby as much attention, whatnot. But they, the delivery team left the room and they're like, hey, we'll be back. So um, basically baby's inside mom. So to know how your baby is, you know, how baby's doing, you really have to have an understanding, even just basics of the baby's heart rate. Mm -hmm. Cause that'll tell you, like, I can look at a baby's heart rate and I can look at it and say, okay, baby's a rock star right now, or baby's in some serious trouble. Mm -hmm. So I put some of that stuff in my book. Cause that's important. You should know that, especially if you have a delivery team that's with another patient. Anyway, there were some concerns about the heart rate. They left the heart rate stops graphing. But the family doesn't understand how important it was that day to keep the baby on the monitor. The delivery team was out running hard with the other patients trying to, you know, make do the best they can. They come back, the delivery team, the nurse actually comes back first. And she's like, oh, the baby's heart rate's not graphing. And she tries to, you know, make it, you know, fix, fix the heart rate monitor so they can see how the baby's doing. They can't. There's no heart rate. They call the doctor doctor does an ultrasound and the baby had passed away when the right after the delivery team had left the room but the family had no idea how important that heart rate is especially when there's a concern about the baby so that's stuff like I cover in my book you know because if it, so it's it's more like working with your delivery team and knowing just a few things where if that family was like hey yo my uh can't see my baby's heart rate. We've had, you know, some concerns mm. yeah. that the baby would be alive today, but instead, yeah. you know, it's a family and, you know, and it's, it was, it was a heart heartbreaking, you know, case. Yeah. There's, there's the regular case, you know, classes that people go through. I remember when Kim and I were expecting my oldest's name is Maya. She's 11. And I remember the first, the first one, you're so excited. You don't really know what to expect. You're doing all the things like this office was a very different color about 11 years ago. This was the nursery and, you know, you're doing all those things and you get really distracted by the excitement and the hope of what's to come. And we do the prenatal classes and we do all of that. And I think one thing I learned through the birth of both of our kids uh, is that those prenatal classes, while they were nice to go to, nothing stuck through the actual birth delivery process. Like everything was different than what they had planned out. Why is your book a different tool to prepare for a safe childbirth than perhaps another pregnancy book or a class that parents can take? Oh, there is no book like mine at all. This is you know, this is a childbirth attorney writing a book. And basically, uh, we talked about this in pre-show, but I have three kids. I have two daughters who are um, 15, 19. So I wrote the book kind of for them. But that's how it all started. And because how I would prepare my kids for childbirth is completely different than how a traditional family is going to prepare for childbirth. This is this is completely different. So. Yeah. And I loved what you just said, by the way, because every new parent is like, oh, my goodness, what color are we going to paint the nursery? <laughs> yeah. What cute clothes are we going to buy? What diapers, strollers and everything is so great. And me as childbirth attorney, I'm like, whoa, Okay, the most important thing you can do is make sure your baby gets here safely. Yeah. So in my book, it starts off chapter one 
And actually, chapter one is going to stay on my website. This is the most important chapter in the entire book. It is all of the lessons from the baby cases. Hmm. So whether it's a lesson from the family, whether it's a lesson from the delivery team, whether it's a lesson from the medical experts, these are the basic lessons that, you know, you can learn from, you know, what's what's happened in the past in hopes of preventing, you know, it in the future. And then each lesson then is then a subsequent chapter. So it elaborates on it or whatnot. So even if you just have the basic, like these are your lessons, this is what you should know. This, that is just huge. Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment and talk about our community of DMD brothers in the DMD mastermind. We are men who help each other to stay focused and intentional in our pursuits of personal, professional, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual growth. We are a community of men who bring courage, wisdom, and transparency to unfiltered conversations that challenge us to be more impactful men, to be dads making a difference. We do this through our online and in-person events where men come together to speak into each other's lives and then turn around and do the deep work to create change in their families, in their businesses, and in the community around them. If you are wondering if this community might be right for you, you can find more information on the DMD Mastermind, and you can also book a call directly with me at dmdmastermind.com. Now, let's get back to our show. But one of the most important chapters in my book is chapter 11. And what I did there is I give the top 10 most common issues and like reoccurring facts in a baby case. Hmm. So number, so the most common fact in a legal baby case is the use of a drug called Pitocin. Pitocin is used to induce mom's labor. Hmm. So my first case, February, 2003, until today, the most common words I read in a baby, in a baby case, mom is being induced with Pitocin. Okay, so now we know Pitocin and mistakes can go hand in hand. Well, I've seen the Pitocin inductions gone wrong since February 2003. So there's a whole chapter on how to have a safe Pitocin induction. Hmm. So it's things like that. Um, You know, another common issue in these cases, like I just said, busy labor and delivery unit. So remember, babies come when babies want to come. This is not a surgical center where everyone has surgeries at one has a surgery at nine, one has 10, one's 11 a.m. And the, the hospital can staff accordingly. It's not like that in childbirth. You could roll up and be like, what the heck? Yeah. So, you know, that's important to know. So I say, hey, busy labor and delivery unit. This is what you need to know. Great. Um, another reoccurring issue, in fact, in these cases, when something goes wrong with baby during labor, it is always after mom's water breaks. So, so after, doctor, yeah. So doctor comes in and says, Hey, I want to break your water. Yeah. You're going to be like, well, is there a medical reason for this? Or do you want to be home for dinner? You know, which one? Yeah. So that's yeah. an important decision. So, you know, I had a podcast and somebody's like, why is this information just surfacing? And I'm like, yeah, I don't think a childbirth attorney ever thought to write a book. Literally. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's literally that simple. You know, even when I was writing it, I'm like, who is going to buy my book? I'm like, I'm just a childbirth attorney. But then as I was writing, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 
oh, I know a lot. Oh, thank goodness. I, I was able thought of to, you know, write this before I died <laughs> or something happened to me, <laughs> yeah. you know, but we had actually like a near tragic family, you know, event that really kind of was like, oh my gosh, hmm. I have to, there's, you know, I know stuff. So hmm. it, uh, you know, it's, so it's in the book, but no, it's, I mean, this is, it could be like you said, life changing for a family. And that's why I wrote it. I want it to be life changing. I don't want these complications and mistakes to occur. I'd rather rather not have a job. So, you know, it, so it is, it's, just, it's very important. There's thousands of hours into this book. It took 14 months. I get up at, you know, I got up. I still do actually to this day at 3 a.m. I wrote the book in the middle of the night. I'm still a practicing partner at a law firm, childbirth attorney. So, you know, basically everything I know is right here, yeah. right in the book. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I would suggest reading it if you want to make sure, you know, you have, you know, you, that you enjoy that powerful moment when you hold your baby for the first time. Yeah. Gina, I'm going to ask you a question that I think the other dads in here are probably putting together in their head, because you mentioned that your oldest is 19 and you started this practice in law in 2003. So I'm doing the math here. And you're a mom who's had three children. What does Gina do when she's preparing to have her three kids that other people aren't doing because you know what you know? <laughs> All right. It's in the book. So uh, baby lawyers have elective C-sections at 39 weeks. Hmm. <laughs> we yeah. We're too scared. Um, yeah. But I will say. So my first baby was in 2004, elective C-sections at 39 weeks. Nah, they weren't really cool with it. I'd only been practicing a year. I hadn't seen that much, but all the childbirth attorneys who were likewise pregnant were literally making up stories to have their baby uh, by C-sections. So they're like Gina's C-section. I'm like, I know. So, you know, we were just playing it by ear. And then I woke up just in hardcore labor. And I mean, I thought I was going to have the baby on the way to the hospital I get to the hospital and, you know, because I'm a childbirth attorney, you know, the baby's heart rate dropped a couple of times and they're like emergency C-section. <laughs> so there wasn't, yeah, there wasn't much preparing and planning, uh, but no, it's in the book. We, uh, we basically do, we're too scared. We do elective C-sections. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, too much. <laughs> we know way too much, you know, but you know, you know I, I'm not sure that I would, I mean, I recommend it. It's hard, you know, three C-sections on a mom. I mean, my last baby was at 38 weeks. It was, it's, it's rough. It's a yeah. huge surgery. So, um, you know, it's not even as a, how I would prepare my children. I'm not sure I would really push 39 week uh, elective C-section with my kids. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I wrote the book, like they're going to choose labor and it's yeah. going to be okay. And this is what they need to know. Yeah. Amazing. That's good to know as well, because you, look <laughs> at your, you know, these young women that are growing up in your home and you want the best for them and their families. And yeah, I think that's a more, that's just as valuable of an answer as you saying, Hey, elect a 39 week C-section. This is what we're doing. Cause I know too much to saying, but for my own daughters, this is what I'm preparing for. And so I think that speaks volumes about the work that you do. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Very cool. Gina, I have some other questions for you not really based on the book, but just out of pure curiosity. And I hope you don't mind. 
you're very busy. Like you have a lot of stuff going on. I'm looking into your bio, you know, your, your partner in the law firm, you're working through all this stuff for the last 20 years. How do you balance that with being a mom and being a wife and your husband's busy? He's a business owner. And how do you make this work for your family? Oh, uh, we get, we had tag team, like yeah. divide and conquer, you know, you name it, everyone, but just communicating. So I'm, I have busy, I'm a litigator, so I get really busy. Um, and then I'll slow down a little bit. Hmm. My husband's the same way. He has his busy, you know, time with his company. So, you know, whatever we're doing, we're just trying to work together, communicate. Um, but I'll tell you one thing is, is when I'm really busy, He's really good at doing the dishes because if he doesn't, I get super irritable. So I'm telling you, <laughs> if you have a busy wife and you yeah. want to make her happy and not cranky, do the freaking dishes. I don't know how that is like a, a chick's job, but you know, <laughs> get the dishes done. That's yeah. that's literally but, a simple um, act of service goes a long way. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's doing a, whatever we have to do. But, you know, like I said, my schedule is 3 a.m. I get up every day at 3 a.m. Tomorrow, I actually get up at 2.30 a.m. because I have a 3.30 a.m. podcast in Australia. Wow. So, yeah. So right after this, I go, yeah, I hit the hay. But, you know, running hard, but sacrifice, making sure kids are priority, though. That's probably number one. Yeah. Amazing. Gina, I always ask our guests one question. and this is the only question I ask all our guests, but you know, as a mom right now, what is one area of growth or an area that you're learning in that you're really excited about diving into right now? That is a great question. We move so fast that I don't think I ever stopped to even think about that because it's just go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. But, you know, probably one area I do need to grow. Like, I'm like, kids are my priority. Well, kids are also my priority because I've been getting a lot of crap lately that they're not. So, you know, one area I am trying to go, like my nine, you know, I'll tell you two months ago, it feels like it was yesterday, but my nine-year-old sits, you know, in front of my desk and cries and says, I want my mommy back. So one thing I have been working on is just, you know, keeping them like actually spending quality time with them and actually communicating with them. Not how was your day at school? You know, it's all right. So what did you learn today? How are your friends? You know, how was lunch? You know, like actually trying to communicate with them. So we're way better right now. But up until I published the book June 2023, and I would say probably at that point, they're like, Mom, you don't care about us. You love your book only. And I'm like, no, I had to write the book. Didn't have much time. So, you know, I've really focused on making them like number one, my social life's basically out the door, you know, my house is a mess. Um, so just basically working on just trying to have these really good relationships with my kid and being, you know, what is it? The word? Like there being present in that moment, not on my phone, not trying to respond to, you know, one of my assistants, hi, you know, I can do this podcast or schedule me for this meeting or, yeah. you know, just being there with them. So it's probably probably one of my biggest growth areas, especially since June, uh, June of this year. Thank you so much for sharing. Appreciate the vulnerability of saying, Oh, <laughs> life is moving so fast right now. I'm not quite sure. Uh, Gina, thank you so much for time today. If somebody wants to connect with you, learn more about you, and obviously pick up your book, uh, where can they do that? Oh, sure. So the best place to go is ginamundi.com. 
G-I-N-A-M-U-N-D-Y.com. And it'll take you to a link where you can uh, purchase my book on Amazon. You can also just put my name um, in Amazon and it'll come right up. Um, but then, yeah, basically there's a childbirth blog. Like I had said, um, right now I have chapter one and I think chapter seven on the website for free. So there's other, you know, some other resources that parents can go kind of to check out on um, the childbirth blog. Um, I, my book was actually divided into two. So, um, this is the childbirth one and I have a pregnancy one and I cannot figure out when this pregnancy one's going to come out. So I just started taking the content and putting, <laughs> putting it up there just so it can get out just so moms, dads can like read, you know, what I see, what I'm, you know, what's going through my head. And then I've read the book and I'm like, Oh, I should have included this in my book mm, blog. Yeah. So, you know, there's some other resources there um, that, you know, it's meant to, to help expecting parents. Yeah. Thank you so much, Gina. Appreciate you taking time away from your family uh, to be here today. Oh, thanks Cam for having me. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast. I hope you found value in today's show. And if it made a positive impact on you, please share it with someone you know, leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. And if you were a father listening to this right now, who is driven to build a life of significance, to truly make a difference in the life of your family, in your business, and in the community around you, Go to dmdmastermind.com to learn more about the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind, a mastermind group for fathers that provides men with the skills, the connections, the accountability, the proven steps, and the brotherhood to truly become a dad making a difference. I'm Cam Hall. Thank you for spending time with me today, and I will see you on the next episode of the DMD Podcast.